Hello, and welcome to the, I guess, second episode, even though nobody's seen the first yet, dos, of Just Saying Podcast, Everyday Conversations. I am one of the hosts, Christopher Mansa, with Mr. Paul Vato, my co-host. Good it to is see a pleasure you again, to be sir. here. How are you? Good to s- oh, great. I, f- I feel like it's been a while since we've spoken, but it yeah, has I've been, been well. Well, you know what's funny? I was honestly, I long day today, one of those things. Uh, we've been trying to get things working. And Chris says, hey, you know, we on? I'm like, yeah, I'll be there at 8 o'clock. And as it got closer and closer, and I'm getting ready to leave. I am just wearing my ass out. I'm just like, I should have postponed. But the show must go on. The show even, must go on. Even if it's recorded. And then when I got to see your smiling face, I felt a little cheerier. Oh, I was like, all good. right, Paul's here. You know what? The energy's flowing. We're going good. So how have you been? How's, how's your been, week? I've been well. It's been busy. You know, it's, uh, well, I guess I, we can just say what it is because by the time this airs, uh, it's St. Patrick's weekend, which we closed about a year ago was when we were shut down on our busiest day of the year. Oh my gosh. So yeah, man, it's it's been going well. Um, it's nice to be back. We're still not at full capacity. I'm in Vegas for, for those that don't know. So finally, yeah, we're back. It's good to be back, uh, but, and it's March Madness. So, so things are going pretty well. And I've discovered something called Clubhouse, which I'm gonna use to promote our podcast. And vice versa, if that's all right. Oh, that's quite all right. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I am one of the kings of blatant product placement. I have no problem with that whatsoever. I got to tell you, though, I'm a little surprised because, you know, we follow each other on Facebook and social media and, we, you know, mm-hmm. we're all about. And I saw the new headshot or headshot. Yes. And so I'm thinking when I turn on the tube and you pop up, I'm going to see... This dashing, not that you're not handsome right now, but a little rough still. I thought it was all gone. And then you pop up on the screen. I'm like, what the hell? I did say it was my new headshot, but it's the headshot I've been using for about a year now. It's a good um, headshot. It's, it, it, it shows some range. It shows that I can kind of play the tough guy, the bad guy. For those, of those uh, that are listening, they can go to uh, Paul Vato on Instagram and, you know, most people have said very nice comments. So I'm sure by the time I read them again, there'll be some some smarmy comments. But I was very happy. It's it's one of my looks. Normally, I have a very warm, smiley headshot because I mostly do comedy. But I was like, you know what? I want something that's going to uh, put a little fear in people. And, and it's kind of a good look. Uh, you know, I could be the collector. I could be a uh, mob boss. I could be the bad guy in a comedy, maybe. So, oh, definitely. I think so. You know, and one of the things that really, and it's weird when you when you talk about it, uh, just looking at the picture, and I get the, I get the, uh, the tough guy look. Not overly tough. Like, one of those guys that never really gets mad, but you never want to see him mad. He's in, that's what it reminded me of. But the other thing was, too, it gave you a serious side. And I'm used to seeing a lot of your your pictures with yes. a smile or whatever else, but it was like I could see you in a very serious, dramatic role delivering something too. Which I mean, that Thank was just you. maybe I should be just become a casting director and. I I think you could and 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 you should. Uh, yeah, it's that's kind of the feedback that I've gotten from people that have looked at my headshot and been almost surprised like oh i didn't know you know like there's this part of you that we had but i think as an actor you know you have to be able to to slide into different uh jackets and and hats and play different roles so and the reason part of the reason that i'm still doing this is and it's one of those things where you hear something and you're like oh you know what let me see if i have a chance at this but i heard that the mayans ac which is a spin-off show uh, from sons of anarchy they're like, they hired two comedians. So of course now everybody think that looks like me that's a comedian is like, hey, maybe I've got a shot. So I'm trying to submit, I'm gonna get a few headshots like this sure. before I, I have to shave it all. And and then it'll probably be gone. Maybe the next time we talk, but that's what I said the last time. So we'll, we'll see. Well, good. No, it, it was though. I, I really thought when you popped up, I'm like, all right, here we go. I see the old Paul I used to know with that smile. And I'm like, hey, he's still a hairy monkey. 
It looked, <laughs> and you wear it well, but you know it was. But I, I, I got to say the headshot was, was good. I Thank really you. did like Thank it. You. That was a consensus. I did get a lot of positive feedback. So, so I'll have to really. Hopefully, I'll get a nice, juicy, dramatic role. Uh, I, you know, I actually kind of looked like this. Uh, when I did the bold and the beautiful, no facial hair. I think I had a mustache, and hair was about this long. And I, I booked uh, the bold and the beautiful where I played Caesar. I was a bad guy. I was a kidnapper. I had a machete and everything. So if I could do that again, that would be fun. There you go. There you go. Definitely. You have range. You could do whatever you set your mind to. You know it. Thank you. Thank they you, just haven't friend. got the word in Hollywood yet. They're coming. It's coming though, my friend. It's coming. Yes, yeah, it's right around the corner. I, I, I can feel it. It's always around the corner, it seems like. I got to get a little more. I'm telling you, I was, I was dragging my ass today. And then I get here, now I'm like, okay, get a little coffee. What kind of coffee? That was Snappy Bigman coffee. It's great coffee, just say it. But no, good to see you. You know, when we were talking last time, I got to ask you, I think we actually left off what you brought up, that you were doing, uh, well, we talked about Salsation, uh, Kiss by an Anglo, um, and Touched then we also, an yeah, and we were talking about uh, your stint on the soaps, and I think that's kind of where we cut things off, oh. and that leads us to uh, the next part of your bio that I really wanted to find out was, so you're, you're from Aurora uh, to Chicago studying improv, you guys go out, uh, and bring uh, Salsation, shall we say, out to L.A. and do everything. So how did you end up owning a cigar store in Vegas? Well, you know, like a lot of working actors, you know, you kind of have to have a side hustle. It was before we called it a side hustle. But so my side hustle was selling cigars because I was already doing it. You know, because I owned a gourmet ice cream and coffee shop in the Chicagoland area. I was at, uh, I was in Geneva, Illinois, and it was an Oberweiss dairy. And so that, when I, when I got rid of everything in 2000 and I moved to L.A., it was nice because then I had a little bit of pocket change and I didn't have to struggle as much as, you know, other people, which, you know, and, and I get it. You know, you have to wait tables and bartend and things like that. And then my joke was, well, I sold cigars to support my acting habit. And I would, <laughs> with cigars, you know, it, not that it opened a lot of doors, but it, it didn't hurt. You know, I met, I did meet a lot of celebrities and I had a lot of customers that were celebrities. And, you know, it's not like they ever really got me anything, but it was nice to be uh, around and just, you know, m maybe then not be as nervous when I did meet other celebrities, things like that. So... Yeah, I sold cigars to support my acting habit, and then I I got lucky and 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 they what what came along first? I think it was a cricket commercial, the cricket cellular, and it was just I I think now they're called cricket communications or something, but back then it was just cricket cellular, and it was uh, for the Spanish market, or maybe it was you know what I think it was Del Taco came first. It was a campaign for Del Taco, also in Spanish TV. So I was like, huh, this is this is pretty easy. You know, then, of course, things dry up and you're like, OK, it's going to be a struggle just like everybody else. And rightly so. You know, it's rare that anybody comes in and nails it right away and then boom. No. So so it, it uh, uh, I, I landed those campaigns. Uh, then my famous Net, Netflix or no Netscape, Netscape Navigator commercial, which is where I photocopy my butt and I fall into the copier. Oh, yeah. Which I've been just calling it my butt copier video. And I kind of had an. A casting director on Clubhouse tell me they're like, wait, so this viral video, they're they're like, what is it? I'm like, what well, was commercial for Netscape? And they're kind of like, uh, you should be putting that. That's a commercial, not just my butt copier video. I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. So I'm putting that out there now. It's 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 a you know Netscape Navigator commercial, even though Netscape's not around anymore. And uh, and then same with the Uber Eats commercial. I just call it the Uber Eats commercial. And they're like, well, wasn't that in the Super Bowl? Like, well, it was, but I wasn't in it. So it's, I guess, like, I don't want to oversell myself type of a thing. But uh, I guess I'm getting away from the question. So just living in L.A., I met a, a gentleman that owns Velvet Margarita Cantina, where they have a great drink named the Velvet Vato. Uh, so if you find yourself in Hollywood, uh, in Hollywood, uh, 1612 North Cahuenga, I even have the 
address memorized. Um, there is Velvet Margarita Cantina, and through him, I met uh, Terry Cottle, who owns Binion's Casino. He had come out because he and Carlos were going to do some business in Vegas, and Carlos uh, basically said, like, hey, we're going to make a move to Vegas, and you know, you have to come along with us and sell cigars. And, of course, I was like, yeah, 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 okay, we'll, we'll do that, we'll do that. And then the time came where they actually did did make a move on Vegas, and I kind of came along, and there was a writer's strike going on. So, you know, I, I felt almost bad leaving Hollywood because I, I'd already invested nine years. But, you know, this seemed like a good opportunity, and it was at the bottom of the of the market, uh, the housing market, so property was very inexpensive in Vegas. So it all just seemed like the right time to go to Vegas. Right, so I was basically make... meeting. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I met the owner of Binion's Casino, and he loves cigars to this day, and um, he needed somebody to sell him cigars, and then later on we opened up a little, you know, retail shop inside Binion's Casino. Right, and I mean, and it's classic. Vegas too. I mean, you're Classic in the Vegas. downtown area. You're not on the big strip. You're not part of the part of the uh, uh, huge corporation. I've been out there, and now you, you recently remodeled the store too, right? Well, or they, sort of. Yes. Well, they moved our store. They moved it. <laughs> yes, because we were at the original check-in desk of. That's Binion's. what it was. Yeah. Yes. So we were there temporarily for nine years. Oh, because, just for a little while. Just temporary. Just a while, yes. So that was kind of a temporary spot because uh, the hotel had closed. So they they had no no need for a front desk. The casino was still there. And, you know, Binion's is one of these properties that didn't, I mean, I'm not saying didn't need, but it didn't hurt it that much that the, that the rooms were closed. It also uh, doesn't hurt that Terry also owns the Four Queens, which is the sister property, Caddy Corner to Binion's. So, you know, so there were always rooms available and the four queens would fill up because if you call binions they'd ask you know well binions is closed the casino's closed but you can stay at four queens so so we were in avado cigars was in the original check-in desk of binions which when it was first opened in 1932 was called the apache hotel and then it went through some you know then benny binion bought it so it was it was just the, the binions hotel gambling hall and casino uh then he bought the mint a casino and then combined uh so if you ever go you'll see that it's almost two levels when you go from the binion side to the mint side, mint side. <laughs> it's, it's because it was initially two different casinos and on the mint side there's also a 24 floor 25 floor tower so in 09 you know after when the recession hit everything got you know in order to save the casino they they closed they closed everything they closed uh, all the lodging so this space was sitting there and I ended up in there. And of course it was like, well, next year when we open, you know, we'll find someplace else for you. And it finally happened, you know, nine years later. So finally, a couple of years ago, they built another little location for us. That was more of our permanent home uh, in, inside Binion's Casino. So you got at least a nine year lease on the spot. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely in for nine. So, yes. And so that's and so you now you've continued to go to and fro for LA for things and, and stuff. I or? did I did at first, uh, but then you know it would it, it just seems like in LA, and I get it. You know it's out of sight, out of mind, or you know, Paul. No, he he lives in Vegas. He's not even around, and I get it because a lot. You know, back then, before a year ago, uh, if. You know, and the question was always like, well, if we need you at an audition in two or three hours, can you make it? And realistically, no. I mean, I can make it tomorrow because I could just jump on a plane and be there in 40, you know, the flights are 45 minutes. I, you know, I can be there in five or six hours, you know, if I, if I were to drive, you know, just it's a four hour drive, but give myself a little bit of time. Even if I had to take the bus, I could be there in four or five hours. But it was, you know, the, I think casting people were always afraid to submit me like my talent agents because they're like well he's living in vegas so it's not like he's going to be able to be at an audition or at a callback even though you know i had a place to stay and everything so things are a lot different now believe it or not so it's like the perfect storm because now they don't want to see you they don't want to see you in, uh, audition in person everything is like this or it's it, realistically it's self-tape for the first audition 
you set up your, your camera. You set up your camera and, and download and it. We could I was even do say it like video this. shows you how old, old school I am that you would actually pop that out and send that off. You just on the computer. And it used to be that way. So, so, sure. so these old old timers, they're like, again, it's kind of like, well, back in my day when we and they had to, you know, they have to edit on VHS and send in VHS tapes if they were if they were taping. But realistically, not a lot of people taped everything was in person you know you'd come in for the audition and sometimes it was in santa monica and on a friday at 4 p.m and you know or 5 p.m and you have to drive you know and it'll take you two hours to get there and you know of course you have to get dressed and probably take a shower and now it's it's like you do it from home and then if there's a callback it's probably like this like what, what we're doing it's an interview uh maybe an audition and we, we do the audition like right here me and you uh, then they're like, okay, we want them. And if I have to come back a third time, then they might ask you to come into their office in person. But it's not going to be, oh, you have to be here in three hours. It'll be, oh, you can okay, be there so the next day or week later. Next day or, or the else. next week. Or you're hired um, it, and it shoots in, in 10 days. And we expect you here in seven days because you're going to, you know, you're going to have to get a COVID test three days before. And, and they'll put you up. It, it's costing productions a lot of money the COVID compliance and, and they're paying it rightly so they have to you know because uh but i think my joke was you know what they're spending on on COVID testing they're saving on on craft services because now they have a person guarding the craft services and you can't exactly go and and, and clear out the craft services so you can have something to eat tonight you know so but uh oh my yeah, friend that shall change careful. one of these days <laughs> i will be there so you're doing now when you did the Uber Eats, so you did the Uber Eats ad, the Super Bowl Uber Eats ad. Yes, thank you. Was that shot? Where was that? Was that shot in L.A. then, or was it that was in, shot Vegas? in Vegas? It was shot in Vegas. And then through Clubhouse, I found out that there was a backstory, but now no one ever got back to me. But but something happened because I mean there was Mike Myers, it was Dana Carvey, right? It was Cardi B, mm -hmm. and Alice Cooper. So uh, they're all L.A. people, you know, so it was definitely going to be shot in L.A. And then something must have happened because uh, through Clubhouse, through the grapevine, I heard that, that you know, he was like, oh, he was. My, well, my friend works at, at the Las Vegas production company. And they said it was kind of set up kind of like last minute, as in like within a week or 10 days. So something happened in L.A. where then they're like, well, let's just go to Vegas to shoot it. So it was it was kind of a mix of, well, the celebrities and then for these other smaller parts, they actually cast it out of Las Vegas, and that's how that's how I got involved with it. And uh, and it was it was like Jan January first. I kind of said I want to get back into acting. So this was about a week or two two weeks later that uh, a friend of mine she she does the casting. She's the one that got me the audition for for the Trust, which was that Nicolas Cage movie. Right. So she calls and says. There's this uh, this Uber Eats commercial, and and she's like, um, it's it's and, and it was iffy because they were, they were trying to say that it was background work, but it, it wasn't background work, and so so there was that whole thing, and and it turns out that of course it wasn't. We were paid as principals, which and rightly so, and then it was shooting on a Saturday, so it was like double time and then time and a half, and so so that's why it was just kind of this weird shoot you know normally they'll shoot it during the week so they can save money but you know so it was it was shot in vegas uh we shot it like two weeks before like like the second week of january and then uh they had it edited and ready and then it, it premiered on the super bowl but the parts that we did were, were we played wayne and garth in this extended commercial i call it a commercial film uh, right, two and a half hours. It's like it was a two, two and, and a half, half hours. hours. I remember that because yeah. I sat there and actually thought that was cool because I watched every name scroll through that. All all ninety two thousand names. Yeah, all ninety two. <laughs> uh -huh. I didn't have much going on. It was cold. I, hear, yeah. I didn't care. What's no, funny, that was funny that you would say that though because some of the comments on YouTube were were basically, oh my god, we miss Wayne's World so much. Like they're like, this is the new Wayne's World movie. Like people were you know being funny, oh but say like this is a new wayne's world movie and and somebody was like yeah i sat i sat and watched the whole thing they sat through two and a half hours of you know every single name 
that's on the Uber Eats platform, every restaurant in the U.S. and, and Puerto Rico and Alaska and Hawaii, which I know is all part of the U.S., scrolling on the screen and, and they're being thanked. And then we come in at various parts. I'm in the first time and I didn't realize I'm in there twice. So I don't know if I told you this. I'm in at the like the 17 minute mark and then at the two hour and 20 minute mark. But I made a comment on the YouTube channel so you can just click right, you know, but or you can watch as much or as little of it as you want. Well, I remember the one you you came in, uh, you and Wayne were playing video games. Yes. Yeah, yeah. that's the one I missed. I didn't think that they were going to use that one because I, I never mind. I'm not going to admit it just in case in case they they cut it into into uh, longer commercials. But you know what? If they do, I, I I wore these glasses. I didn't wear the the ones that they were. I was supposed to wear. You know, like Garth glasses. Oh, the, so the... I actually, but no, no one noticed, and and so that I was surprised that that made it in. Um, but yeah, so we sit there for like 10, 15 minutes playing, like we're playing video games. There's a little fake Pac-Man style creature on on the screen. So yeah, that's the first one I come in, and then at the end we come in and we're all dancing, and then we start doing meditative yoga. I mean, it was it was it's, oh, a, yeah. it's a crazy well, commercial. When you guys were all dancing, there really wasn't. It was all from the shoulder down, though. From what yeah, I yeah, I messed yeah. up. You know, you should. That's you know, for any actor out there. And that was the thing. The camera was pretty low, and I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't, set, I couldn't tell. Oh yeah, because I was wearing the other glasses, and I'm kind of, and I'm pretty blind, so I couldn't tell where the camera was pointing. So ah. I should have stayed further back. You know, I'm too big of a guy, so that's why. It almost got me, but but you know what? It was nice because other people got got FaceTime too, and that's I think it was nice that we all all got some FaceTime. And then when I go and I sit and we're doing yoga, you definitely see my face. But if I think if I would have known how tight that shot was, I would have stayed more towards the back where you would have always seen my face. But you know, it just after the fact, you're like, oh, I should have done this. I should have said that. You know, especially when stuff's improvised, but. But it worked oh, out. exactly. When it's improvised, it's so easy to uh, armchair quarterback. Sure. On 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 that, but that's one of the things when I would do those shows and stuff, I would have the hardest time. I would want to, man, if I would have said this, if I would have done that, and it, but it got easier because I accepted or got to accept. You know, when somebody gave you something, you went with that gift, as we say, and had a great time. And I really took me a long time to force myself not to play or not play, but uh, to say, I wish I would have, if I would have done this, we could have had that and just accept it. And as I, as I did more of the accepting, it got easier and easier. It was a lot more fun, but yeah, of course I wasn't on camera though, either, you know, playing live shows. Uh, I would definitely, now I feel like I should scoot back. Am I, no, no, I'm out of frame. My head's out and the shine's gone and, and everything else, but, uh, and you know what, and you brought up yoga, and that was one other thing that was left in your bio. Uh, you are, let me see, I gotta move this over here and put my glasses on. I got really good glasses this time, not the dollar store ones. Uh, lifestyle brand, bad ombre yoga. Well, I like to pronounce it bad ombre oh, yoga. Oh, I'm sorry. There's, yeah. Bad ombre <laughs> yoga. Ombre yoga. Yes. There you go. Yeah. As, as, as you can tell, I like I like puns. And, you know, the group that we took to Vegas, uh, to Los Angeles, we, we named Barrio Speedwagon. Yes. So a lot of us will get it. A lot of the young people will be like, okay, so what? Mario they, Speedwagon. They, they, they got Google. Is? They got Google. Let them Google. Google it. That's the, Google that's the Barrio thing. Speedwagon or R-E-O Speedwagon, and then you'll, you can put it together. Um, so... So when when I started doing yoga, and the plan is is still, of course, to do a blog. I just haven't had time to to still because I still have a long ways to go. I lost about sixty pounds wow. doing yoga, but I still have quite a ways to go. And, and it wasn't just the yoga, even though yoga is fantastic. A lot of it was also you know trying to eat better, uh, trying you know not not to drink as much or all the time. But it's Vegas, so that's a little difficult. But also rewording things like. Oh, you know what? If if I go out tonight and drink, then I don't get to do yoga tomorrow. Not oh, I have to do yoga tomorrow, so I better not drink. It's like if I drink, 
I don't get to do yoga. So it was almost like yoga. I was trying to trick myself into it's a oh, treat. So you were, I got you now. So you were saying that if I drink, it was almost not a punishment, but to keep you steady throughout the night. It. Yeah. Right. Whereas, you know, sometimes you think about things and you're like, well, uh, I, I better not drink uh, because I have to do yoga tomorrow. So now it becomes like I have to, as opposed to I get to. So right. it, it's, it, it was what I was, you know, what I was using to try and, and, it, and it worked. And I think that's why I lost a lot of the weight was because I wouldn't go out drinking and then I would still do the yoga the next morning. So it, it helped, you know, so yoga was definitely a part of it, but also a, somewhat of a lifestyle change, you know, eating less meat and, and cutting it out for a while as well and juicing, doing, you know, cold pressed juice. And well, it's, it's easy to, to fall in the habit when I was on the road. Uh, it's real, you know, because you don't you don't cook. Now I would not. The best I could do was I would not go to fast food places. And it, it, I was right. on the road enough. When you travel, I would find those mom and pops is what I looked for. I mean, mm -hmm. you always look. We all every every guy who was on the road knows there's always an outback about ten minutes from the hotel, and it's what you're going to get, and it's good enough. But I would find different places, and I would ask people where to go, and. The, Part of the problem was, though, too, you get some good home cooking or a nice little barbecue place. It was, God, would you eat? And of it course, was tough. You, yes, yeah, because you miss, you miss it. You, you oh miss yeah, your home cooking and yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I had people that would follow me around and you know through social media and stuff, and and it got to the point where they would, where you're going to be next to do a, an event. Um, where you're going to show up, hang out with us and everything, which was great. I had I met great people. It got to the point in the last couple of years where people were actually going, hey, I'm going to Kansas City. I'm like, well, I'm not going to be in Kansas City. They're like, I don't, I don't really care about you. What was the name of the restaurant you had breakfast right, at? Right, yeah, and they right. started following around. And then they would come. I had one guy actually, and hey, God, I hope I get the name right. I think it was the Corner Restaurant. It was right by... Um, Oh my corner. gosh, I'm blanking. Yeah, <laughs> it was at the corner. That was it. There was no cross streets, just the corner. No, 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 the no. corner oh, restaurant. I know it, yeah. The yeah. corner restaurant. By Westport area. And great breakfast. And he calls me up. He says, hey, I went to your place. I said, what'd you think? He goes, it was okay. I hmm. said, what do you mean okay? He goes, the lunch was nice. I said, I didn't tell you to go there for lunch. I told you to go there for breakfast. Next day he goes for breakfast. He calls me back. He goes... Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. 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 And yeah. this is this is when you were doing uh when you were being when you were a cigar rep. When I, I was a cigar rep. Yeah. And and if, if there's if there's an industry, if, if there's a group of people that know restaurants, it's cigar smokers in a lounge that will have very strong opinions of, of especially where their local good eats are. Oh yeah. So definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I used to stay at the same hotel. I'm going to take this off because I'm clicking the table. Uh, I used to stay at the same hotel because I liked it. I, I, you get to know everybody there. As much as I was on the road, I was gone 75% of every month on the road, you know, different hotels. You tend to find that and you get to know the people that work there. And that's one of the things, too, I would do to get those little, not get the room by the laundromat, not get the room by the elevator. I would mm -hmm. ask them, like, Where's the best place for a piece of pie? Now, as I got to the Midwest, I noticed that changed because a piece of pie meant a piece of pie, not a slice of pizza. And I would say, oh, well, right. you know, yeah, of yeah. course, of course, yeah. Uh, and they would go, oh, Mario's. But they're like a half hour away. What do you want on your pizza? I'd make sure I hooked up the night crew and things like that from time to time. Then when I came in, Mr. Manso, how are you? Got the nice room. I remember one time I got bumped up. I was in town for a couple of days, and they were so excited. And they gave me the conference room with two beds. So a wow. conference room that sat 12 mm -hmm. people, 10 people, fireplace, wet bar, not stocked, and two bedrooms. Fantastic. And I'm like, this is so, I, like, I want to extend my stay because I slept in one room, go to the next room, sure. have a table. Oh, it was I'm like, I felt oh like a king goodness. and I wanted to call yeah. people up and I don't know anybody in town, but man, what a, what a hookup. I loved yes. it. Yeah. 
yeah, that's exactly it. You know, Vegas is all about service. It's you, the same thing. And and I know that people think like, well, they're not going to do anything special for you. But if you're a regular and like you, you know, it doesn't cost you that much more to bring them back some pizza or even just to be even just to be nice. It's they're going to remember. They're going to oh, sure remember. Sure, sure. Well, that was the thing because I mean, it's it, you mentioned Vegas and you go back to the movie Casino and when they talked about mm -hmm. that, how everything became a number anymore. Yeah. And I've gone out to Vegas for a lot of years, and I and I, I've seen it. I saw when some of the old places were still around. I was mm -hmm. young enough to be around. Then most of them were maybe closed or on their way out. Uh, so some of them, like everybody, get demolished as the big corporate came in. But you did see that. You saw where you became a credit card number. Uh, mm -hmm. When we would go out there for the cigar conventions, you would get to the hotel, and they weren't even checking you in necessarily at the front desk anymore. They had kiosks for that stuff. Right, yeah, check yourself in. Yeah, just, there you go. Drop and your key off here. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah, so I like that personal touch. That's what I like about downtown, too, when you go down there. It's a, it's a little more personal. It's got that, it's got that old world charm. And if people haven't yeah. been to Vegas, I still say go once. Kind of like, I love New Orleans, but, you know, I go at certain times. But go to New Orleans, some of the things, see some of the things. But if you go, make sure you go downtown so you really see where that, I think that magic still is there. Uh, it, it is. It it's is. definitely that uh, Rat Pack era. It's, you can see everything going when, when Vegas was still run by the mob, supposedly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Never proven, uh, but when you see that, yeah, I, I I love it down there. In fact, we were talking. I was talking to my wife. Oh, did I mention my wife has a name? She pointed it out. She saw the first unedited episode. And she's like, "Oh, you mentioned me. You didn't mention me by name." And I went, "No." I said, "It's a teaser. That way they'll tune in again." Anyway, my wife Glenda uh, said, uh, "You got to get a hold of Paul." I said, "Well, I'll see him Tuesday," and she says, uh, "We should go out and see him." Because we're looking to move. We're looking right to on. move. And uh, so we may be coming out that way in April for just a couple of days. We'll drop by. We'll have dinner. That'll be wonderful. And you then we'll see. When? Yeah. Yeah. April 23rd through the 25th. 23rd. I didn't want to be pushy, but it's the 23rd through the 25th over a weekend. That's it's too short, but okay. Well, wonderful. maybe we'll extend it. It's funny. I say, well, what if, what if he's shooting a show or what if he's in a movie? She goes, I don't care. We're still going. It's her idea. I would come. I will oh, definitely. Oh, I've already we'll figured it out. out. We've been married a long time. I figured it out a long time ago. She wins every time. Yeah. Well, I heard you always have the final word. And the, that word is yes, dear. <laughs> yes, dear. Yeah. Yes, dear. It's like, oh, final we, words, we, I should say. When, when you hang with her, she's been around me and my crappy ass jokes for so long and it is hilarious that we'll go and she just gives these looks you know somebody's laughing and she gives the oh this one again he's doing this routine yeah. and then yeah yeah like oh okay and they're like your husband's so funny she's like yeah okay yeah. but we also play off each other I and mean, we you sure. know she'll she jumps in now where i used to you know we give the old uh we've been married 30 plus years uh, and but I would always say people like well how long have you been married I'm like well we've been happily married for seven years been married thirty just seven years and now she <laughs> chimes in yeah now she chimes in with this yeah we had one long Memorial Day weekend was the best ever after that, we couldn't even string two weeks together so she gets it she's a wonderful woman <laughs> but now yeah, her she's, name's she's... mentioned Glenda not Linda not like Glenda, Glenda. yeah Glenda Glenda. So Glenda, 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 Glenda. Now when she sees See, now this you've, one. Now you've mentioned it how many times? So uh, now you won't have to mention it the rest of the year. Oh, I'm not going forget. to. I will not. I will just, we'll just hit the, we'll just insert it once in a while. We'll use the voiceover button. We need a button that just says Glenda. Glenda. That's it. Glenda. Yeah. Yeah. Glenda. So now, I, you know, and then my son saw the show too, but I thought he didn't bring it up. So I'm not mentioning his name yet. I'm just going to be like, hey, your mom, but you, you don't get a name mentioned, but he's doing good. He told me to tell you hi, by the way. Oh, uh, wonderful. He, he, he did enjoy it. Yeah, he's doing good. Tell him hi back, and I'm glad he enjoyed it. And that's how we keep people watching. You know, yeah, we, we'll, never we'll... Show, we never show the first episode. We just keep talking about what we've done, and nobody's seen it yet. Well, that's all right, because it'll come out, and then this will come out soon afterwards. Yes, then, it will. Uh, 
know. And then we'll get things rolling. Um, I have a guy lined up for next week. Uh, okay. Yes, David Hayes. He, he goes by Dave. He's a wine guy, a great guy. He's, uh, we've kind of actually uh, met again. We knew each other previously years ago. Uh, when I first started in the cigar business, and he was in the hotel business and things, uh, we've kind of reconnected, and he's going to come on, and he'll probably end up being a guest for, with us maybe once a month or so. Wonderful. Uh, he does a thing. He's on Instagram, and I believe it is W underscore I or I R L, which is wine in real life. So he says no classes, no certifications. He's probably one of the funnest wine snobs I know. What do you mind if I look it up now or should I? No, go right ahead. No, go go okay. right ahead and look it up. Let's see what we can do. But uh, what's he, what's what is it? What's his Dave name? Dave Hayes is his name. Uh, he goes by Dave Hayes. H A Y S, I do believe. Uh, we're really close, you can tell. And it's wine in real life. If I had my, I left my phone in the other room, which is no big deal. You could look it up for me. But uh, Dave Hayes IRL. Let's see if we find it here. Yeah, it's not coming up because maybe Hayes. What's maybe Hayes is spelled? Hmm. Wine in you real life. Well, I like that. In yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll you know, send you the link and then I'll add them. And... Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Got a few other people lined up, so we're getting there. It's great that people get back to me. It's different for a casting director. They'll get back to you right away or whatever. You know, you need the job. These guys are like, hey, I want to be on the show. I want to talk about stuff. I'm like, come on out. And then you go, well, hey, can you do it? And they're like, I'm busy, which is great. Yeah. They are. And we're doing the, it in an odd time. But I mean, the, the, the future really is audio and, and podcasting and you know, I, I had a short-lived podcast, then I produced a short-lived podcast, and because it's not easy, you know, I mean, you have, we have to coordinate times, we have to get stuff edited, you have to get put it up, and then sometimes it takes a couple of weeks for it to, you know, to start grabbing oh, to traction. start siling, yeah. And so, get it out there, so it, it, but, yeah. But. The future, the future is, is podcasting and audio, just audio in general, because this Clubhouse has been unbelievable. I mean, because of Clubhouse, you know what? I don't know if I told you this. Was I already on Clubhouse when we were? You've been on Clubhouse. Show? You and um, you guys were doing Chicagoans in Hollywood, right? Yes. Yes. So we're still, and this is our fourth episode. Of okay. Sh- uh, tomorrow is the fourth episode of Chicagoans in Hollywood, and um, you know, of course, everyone is welcome. And it's you know, the thing is, uh, it's only for iPhones right now. Is this this Clubhouse? So. And it's, it's only, only for iPhones, newer iPhones. Newer iPhones, yeah. After an iPhone seven, so you you have to update because I'm going it's, to. Now it, you can end up spending a lot of time on it, but I mean, for me, it was life changing. As in, I scored a talent agent. I scored a commercial talent agent by being in these rooms and talking to people and th- them going like, "How are you not represented?" And I was like, "Well, I." You know, it, it, I just got back into the industry, you know, and I didn't want them to think like, well, this guy's probably been in jail for 10 years because in prison for 10 years because he's got this 10 year gap. I'm like, no, I was actually starting a business in Las Vegas, you know, so. Can you so mention that, the uh, can you mention your agency, your talent agency? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. So if anyone out, is out there, please talk to my agent. No, no. You, you know, you can always contact me and I'll pass the information on. Uh, so it's Dangerfield talent and mary dangerfield is the owner and but i met uh jack o'flaherty uh in in one of the one of the rooms he's he's a a casting guy but he he also produces he's a movie producer uh he he kind of partnered up with mary because she's she's getting a little bit older she's been around for a while her first movie i believe that she cast or was part of the casting was the stuntman you know so if you remember that that must have been like in the 80s you know, and I, that was one of the first man. movies I, I know saw. That... Oh. that was one of the first movies I saw at the theater. I remember that, and uh, so the stuntman was one of her first projects. And I don't know, maybe she was an actor in it, maybe, but she was somehow involved in in, in the stuntman. And um, so you know, she's been around for a while, and she wanted to kind of retire or at least get out of L.A. So she's up in in uh, Portland, 
And okay. so Jack is in, in L.A. running, you know, all her all her. And so through him being on, on Clubhouse, you know, because. <coughs> excuse me. Now we're even. I coughed last time, so we're good. Oh, you did? Yeah. <coughs> yeah let, oh, double cough. Uh, do, do we do we cut this stuff out? Or do no, we, I'm not. You know what? You, you got to pay extra I'm to get that stuff edited out. We're just. Forget this is, it. This is, this is everyday well, conversations. Like we would cut that out if I had. You know what? No. But. Welcome to Just Coffin. Just Coffin. <laughs> it's great coffin. Just Coffin. Just Coffee. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. So, uh, yeah, I met Jack in one of the clubhouse rooms and just just from talking with him. And, and then he was, um, you know, he, he said, send me your stuff. And he offered to, to represent me commercially, which it is a little bit easier to get a commercial agent than it is theatrical because there are so many more commercials uh, you know, being shot at one time that rather than movies or TV shows, but it's a good step because once once you have a a commercial agent, then it makes it a little bit easier to find a, a theatrical agent, and then maybe an, and management as well. So yeah, Dangerfield Talent. Uh, just if if you go to paulvato.com, it's my Popple link, which is like Linktree, but I like it better. Uh, all all my information is there as far as you know. Click here, you can go right to my agents page, or you know, call me directly. And if you know if it's commercial, I'll just pass it on to them. If it's a theatrical thing, um, and I, I did book on my own. Uh, I booked a a theatrical. I think well, he he found me, and I'll get all, I'll have all the details. So I might be coming out to the Midwest in a few months to, oh, really? to film that. Yes, so I'll, I'll I'll let you know, and maybe we can meet up somewhere. Oh, definitely. So, yeah. I'll quit my job. I'll sell my house. I'll meet you wherever you want. Perfect. It's not that great. I need a valet. House. Oh, you need a valet. <laughs> I need yeah. a valet. You need a valet. Yeah, I could do that too. Oh, perfect. I'm telling you, I'm. I, I. I am. I can brush off the. Make sure you get that ready to go. And... Ah, thank you. I like the That's term exactly valet. Right. I like when you brought that up. I was like, you could be you. a valet. I'm like, it's kind of like a butler, but it's. Not as it's it's not as schmarmy, not as snobby. It's like not, yeah, 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 yeah. Just, I'm not. You know, it's I'm, not upper crust stuffy. It's. I want someone to, to wait on me hand and foot, but I, I I don't want to call you a butler. No, and you know what's nice is <laughs> then you can be. This is my man, Christopher. This is my, That's you know my man. This is my man, Christopher. Uh, Please, he'll you know, he'll take care of everything. I do yeah. need that in my life. Oh, I need it too. Oh. Oh, we both need that. I know. So, what? What can you talk about the the theatrical or? Well, yeah, of course, yeah. I mean, theatricals, and 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 you know, I guess I was spoiled because when I was in L.A., uh, the the pretty much like one of the first agents, and and they always they used to always play this game. You know, they saw our show. They they came to see our show, Touched by an Anglo, at the Improv Olympic. And that's kind of, you know, they'll come out, they'll see you, and they're like, okay, yeah. And they were like, yeah, we want the three of you. Like, we, we want to sign sign the three of you guys. But uh, they were like, have you talked to anyone? We're like, uh, yeah, you know, there's a few other people that are interested in us. And they're like, okay, well, don't sign anything, you know, until you talk to us again. And then we were kind of like, well, does that mean that you're ready to sign us? And they're like, well, no, not, not yet, not yet. But, you know, don't sign with anyone else. You're like okay, and then you know, same thing. Somebody else comes to see you, and they're like, "Well, are, are you are you with anyone? I mean, is, are, are you talking to anyone else?" And you're like, "We are. We're talking to other people." Okay, well, you know, I'm not going to sign you right now, but but don't sign with anyone else until you talk to us again. So it's kind of like this little game that they play, and I'm, I'm sure it's probably still the same. But we went. I went. Um, I think we kind of ended up splitting up because you know the th three different actors had different offers, and the one the one I went with. Susan Nathan Associates, she, her, and I liked the, it was smaller and it, boutique. Uh, the nice thing was, you know, when, when, when it's a smaller agency, I feel like they kind of look look after you a little bit better because you, you know, that whole bigger fish in, in a smaller pond. But, you know, you could get lost if, if you're not, if I'm going to insult myself, if you're not like super talented, the A-lister, you know, they're not, they may not pay a lot of attention to you in one of these big agencies. So it's not bad to be with a small agency because they can actually help cultivate your career and, you know, their phone call away. And then they were actually, uh, they signed us, they signed me across the board, which means theatrical and commercial 
basically. So, so I didn't have, it was nice to have one person to deal with or one agency to deal with, you know, maybe two different people, one's theatrical, one's commercial, but it was all in the same building, all in the same office, all in the same agency. And then when we ended up moving to Las Vegas, the same thing, uh, I signed with somebody also same across the board. So I'd always been kind of spoiled. And the thing is there, there's nothing wrong with having different agents for, for, for your different needs. So to, and most people have a theatrical agency because they spe they specialize in that and and then they have another one that's commercial and then they have a manager so there's nothing wrong with, with having you know two different uh agents in different companies and you know and then because oh, really with different companies company, there's not a there's no cross between on that I, I, that you could sign with one agent for commercial at one house and go to a total different house and there's not that animosity, there's not some begrudging uh, attitude towards that. They're both I obviously working hard to get you uh, those auditions and stuff. So there, there is no, uh, you, I didn't realize that. Like I even have an agent, but uh, so I didn't realize that you could go to two separate ways. So yeah, because Commercial do, do not cast television. They don't cast TV shows or films. They only they only cast commercials. Now, if you only have a commercial agent and you and, you know you book yourself or you know a friend of yours you know says hey like do you want to do my TV show? Sure. Then you can go to your agent and go like hey would you negotiate for me? And they'll do it, but they're not going to actively go seek out you know work uh, television shows or movies because they specify they they specialize they're getting in they're getting scripts for commercials. Correct. So they go, hey, you saw him in Burger do. King and yeah. he'll be great in Uber Eats. Correct. But they're not going to say, hey, you saw him in Burger King. I'm sorry. You saw him in the Super Bowl Uber Eats ad. Thank you. So he would be fantastic in the trust. Correct. That's two totally different agents. Totally so that's why guys. they'll work together and, 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 you, and you want them to talk to each other because, you know, if, or, or you want to be honest and go like, hey, I just booked a week on, on this TV show. So, you know, don't submit me for things that that they need me over here. So, yeah, you definitely. And now and it used to be that you could even have because I had both. I had agents in L.A. and in Las Vegas because there were two two different markets. Now that the world has gotten smaller, you're probably just going to go with with one with one agency. But uh, and you can only have one manager period. You, you can't have a manager in, in LA and a manager in New York, but you, you can have an agency in, in, in LA and then maybe one for the Atlanta market and one for New York. Man, so, I have a lot to aspire to now. I didn't know this. This is great. Yeah, so you could have, yeah, yeah. have three different agents, Yes. one manager, you, and one then manager you always only. know you got that one guy you can go to, your valet. Yeah. That's <laughs> what counts right there. <laughs> he will never yeah. let you down. Never. Nor will you ever go hungry. Never. Never. He knows all the restaurants, the corner restaurant. The corner, yeah, the corner restaurant. And then I couldn't think of that. And then you at, so then you say at the corner, I'm like, you know, that would have been a hell of a, you know what? That should have been their, their slogan. <laughs> Come to the corner restaurant. We're at the corner. Just, where is it? That's, the you, corner. Where's it at? The corner. The corner. It was good, though. I'll tell you what. I do miss those days to a point. Still like being at home, but yeah. Sure. Got to, of course. Man, there was some, there's some great little places that people used to say, you know, why don't you take your camera and do the little... And I just never did. But yeah, I'm a foodie. You know, when you could find yeah. those places like that, oh my God. Well, maybe we'll take Just Saying on the road. We could do that. We can actually, you know, we do... We do that. We kicked it so around. maybe when with, I come out there to, to, to film this... Uh, this pilot, it's a pilot for, for a TV show uh, where I play a, a chaplain. I don't know how much I can say about it, but I'm... I'm <laughs> well, we don't want to... Yeah, I was going to say, don't... Uh, we're yeah. fine. Now, did you get... Did, I, I've got asked, did you get... I'm almost... Dude, this is a one-of-a-kind. I have two of these, but this is a one-of-a-kind mug that a friend of mine, his daughter does these. We just, you know, we're just going to be the plug show. But she yeah. does these. She lives, I believe, in Colorado. And she does these 
on Etsy, and she does them for hotels oh, sure. and restaurants and hand paints, takes the logo and then hand paints it. And she actually, he sent her one of the bags and she actually made me a pair of these and I almost knocked that thing off and I would have been oh. so upset. I have a, I have a, it's funny, there's, everybody has mugs. I like China mugs, China mm -hmm. coffee cups. I have a mug in my kitchen cabinet I bring out every now and then that's just a plain black mug, just dollar store black mug. Mm -hmm. My son bought it for me when he was in first grade. They had a little uh, Santa house. And so he bought me this coffee mug, this black mug, and a little bag of coffee and they, the teacher said something. He goes, oh, no, we, he doesn't do flavored coffees. It was one of those where it was the best and the worst coffee at the same time. Oh, my God. It tasted yeah. from his love, but oh, my God. Sure. But I still, and, he, yeah. and he'll come home and I bring that mug out. And he's like, I can't believe you still got that. I'm like, I'm going to have this yeah. forever. Yeah, of course. Of course. And uh, what is your favorite coffee, if I may ask? Well, if you may ask, my favorite coffee is... Snappy Big Man coffee. It's great coffee. Oh, just tell saying. me more. Well, we, you know what? We do small batch. I, I hate those words like that. You, you don't want to use the, the cliches. Small batch, mm -hmm. artisan roasted. But it is. We, we, do it, we do it in smaller batches. One, because I don't have a, 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 I don't want to do uh, large, large amounts. I, maybe someday. But we're having fun with it. We, we roast a lot when we get the orders in. Uh, we'll write people back right away saying, hey, you know, your order's not going out for three, four days because we're a one-man operation. I've got other things I'm doing. And so I may not be roasting until Thursday or Saturday, and then we let it rest, and then we ship it out like that. But now we're having fun with it. Uh, we're developing some single origins. We're getting working with uh, uh, some folks uh, part of, uh, associated with Miss Coast Studio to get the new website up and going, uh, the new packaging. So it's, it's fun. That's what you're supposed to do in life Wonderful. is fun. It's yeah. good coffee. Well, you Have you even opened your coffee yet that I've sent you? Yes. I, I have the box. I brought it. I even brought it home, and I opened it, and but I haven't made it yet. So. You haven't made it yet. You Hollywood but types, you'll get to it. No, I, I'm, we'll just give you a little grief. I, I, was, I was waiting for that check to come, you know, the sponsor check. But uh, I'm a brand ambassador. Do oh, brand are you are you an influencer? No, just I'm a brand an influencer. That's the yeah, word. That's I'm it. An You're an influencer. Great. We should just rename this the Valley. We, you know what? Maybe we, can we get a 30 second elevator pitch for the show, The Influencer and the Valet? The kind of a comedy the drama. The influencer and his valet. Yeah. Influencer the valet and the, valet. And the influencer. I, we got to yeah something like that yeah. That, kind that, of a, I'm giving you the 30 second elevator pitch. We take, uh, we do a little monk spin kind of thing from Tony Shalhoub. Mm -hmm. We do this instead of the caretaker, it's the valet, a little high yep. strung. Yeah. You never know. Can I get another water, please? Yes, I will get that right now for you, <laughs> sir. Yes, and. Yeah, you know what? I've been sitting here for 15 minutes and I haven't bitched one time that I'm out of coffee. Key's not here tonight. Ryan's ah. running the board tonight, which is great. He's a nice young man. It's a, he's a lot of fun. He's that in a band. Wonderful. We're going to have to get some of these guys that work for... Well, we're going to eventually get... How I got hooked in with this. Chris Denman, who is Midcoast Studio. He has a show on called Drinks with the Band, which it should be going into its third season now. So he was gracious enough when he had the show We Are Live to have me on it. Of course, I wasn't a sponsor, so he was obligated. But... Uh, We'll have him on. And then some of the guys I've met, Monk, uh, Key, Ryan, all great people. Wonderful. We'll just have everyday conversations. I love it. Well, I, you know what? And I really do appreciate you making me a part of this. Oh, thank uh, you. And I, I am working on, you know, not only cleaning myself up <laughs> and uh, better I really lighting, was. I'm sorry. I was disappointed. I was like, oh, I get to see, I, you know. And I the picture was so good. I, I, it, people are probably going, so you know, I get the first 8 by 10 glossy. I don't even know if we do that anymore. <laughs> like hard copies of, probably of photos. Probably not. I got to find you know, out. I never thought about that. What would you do? Yeah. Oh, they've got to do that. They've got to do pictures. 
No, everything's online. I mean, are you sure? Is, I'm, I'm almost sure. You know what? That, that's a question for Clubhouse, and I feel like now I'll have to have somebody else ask it. Like, if I meet somebody that's like, I just started. I'm like, hey, you got to ask this question for me because I feel like now I've been around long enough, like a month, month and a half, that they'll be like, wait, you still don't know if you're supposed to have headshots or not? <laughs> like, like maybe you shouldn't even be in the acting business. Well, I would think, so, well, I, just, I guess I'm old fashioned, old school, because I would think now you get that, that two year cult following of the influencer and the valet, mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. has got a science, science fiction twist to it. Surely when you show up to get that $10 autograph, like, well, that's, you know, and you, you would definitely at, at Comic-Con, you got to yeah. have a hard copy. Yeah. For, for, for that. And, and these actors are making, I mean, I've heard of some leaving with, with garbage bags full of money, you know. 10 bucks, 20 bucks, 20 bucks, 20 bucks, you know, whatever. Some charge 40, 50 bucks, for, you know, cash for, for, for an autograph. Um, you know, that's another thing that's so, going away. Cash. cash. And a guy asked me, honestly, he, he, my son told me the story. One of his friends told me the story. He went to get somebody beer when he was in college. And so he bought the beer and he said, I'll pay you when you get here. And uh, so he goes, okay, how much are you? He goes, 10 bucks. He goes, you got Venmo? And I didn't know what <laughs> Venmo was. Oh, yeah. And then somebody yeah, the other yeah. day had borrowed some money from me, and they go, you got Venmo? I said, give me my money. <laughs> I got cash go. Give me yeah. fucking cash. I got, yeah, cash go. So, I, yeah, I'd love to leave with a garbage bag full of money. There, There's a great stand-up. He's been around forever, and I forget what his name is. I'll have to t uh, text, you, text you the link. I think his stand-up comedy shows, like, uh, will be funny for food. And he's very clean. You know, he, he does, like, 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 the dry bar comedy. Oh, yeah. And... He's got a bit where he goes, you know, millennials, like, they don't carry cash. It's like a buck 25, buck 17, he goes, and they give him, a, a, like, a, a debit card. He goes, don't you got a buck and a quarter in your pocket? No, like, no I have talked to people. I'm telling you, my wife, hit the button, Glenda, Glenda, nephew, we had brunch with him and his lovely wife on Sunday, and I will... We're just going to say that for another time when we get together. But I am surprised at how many people, not just kids, how many people don't yeah. carry cash anymore. They don't. I mean, oh yeah, no change. I was, uh, we're somewhere in Central West End having a drink or something, and one of the guys goes, oh, my meter's running out. And he pulls out his phone. There's an app yeah. on the phone. That, yeah. Yeah, he feeds the meter. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, you know what? Wow. My battery, I didn't realize, I think I need a new laptop. So if, if, uh, just saying could send one over, that'd be great. I will. But my battery is running really low. Should I just go get my charger? I'd hate to interrupt. No, the, you know what? How about flow. we call it a night for tonight on uh, show two? Okay. Thank you. Uh, we will get together again next week. We're going to finally Perfect. get a schedule down. We're actually going to put some structure to this now. They got okay. to know you. They got to know me. More you, but you're more exciting. Uh, we'll, we'll, have a, we'll have a handsome off once the beard and the hair gets cut. Well, then we'll see from there. Uh, but, yeah, let's call it that. Uh, thank you so okay. much again. Uh, you actually made my whole day. I was so freaking beat. Now I'm on a, a nice rush. It's always a pleasure to see you. Next week, we will have in studio with me, David Hayes. See if you can find him on there. And wine for oh, real oh, life. Yeah. In real wine in real life is what I should say, not for real life. In real life. Yeah. Dave Hayes, look him up. He's going to be coming on, and then we'll uh, get together, discuss some of the other folks and everything. But uh, I'm having fun, enjoying our conversations as always. My pleasure. And like I say, I will get a hold of you too, and we will be out probably in April. It's either there or Florida. Wonderful. But I'm just, thinking just Vegas. Give me Give me a heads up so I can get you, uh, you know, a great deal on rooms and we can discuss oh, yeah. that next week as well so that we have give people something to look forward to. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do some promos. We'll do some shoots. You got it. We'll bud. make an appearance in Vegas. Yeah. Well, we could do a show from Vegas. We could. We could do a show. Why I mean, not do a show from Vegas? What the hell? Yeah, we could record something in Vegas. Yeah, Why not? we could do that. All right. Sounds good. Sir, okay. thank you so much. Until next time. Until next time. Just right. saying. You got it. Paul, I'll talk to you later. Thanks, babe. You got it, buddy. Thank you for Bye. everything. All right. I appreciate it. Love it. Thank you.
Guys, that has been the Just Saying Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Join us again next week with me and Paul Votto and our special guest, David Hayes, Wine in Real Life. He's going to teach us about wine, which is not that hard to learn, really. Thanks. Thanks.